Welcome to the garden, niggas. It's Huey. It's Jay. And this is the Grow Bro Podcast where we just talk about shit. Um, last week we talked about like spiritual health and all that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. it was actually a dope episode. I enjoyed the conversation. Um, because I haven't really had one like that. So it was definitely good. How, how did you enjoy that one though? No, it was dope. I I didn't know I needed to cleanse my dirty ass spirit. Uh, <laughs> I, would like, I would like my spirit to go through on the wash and repeat cycle. Uh, and it's, a lot of y'all is out there with some dirty ass spirits too. I see y'all. Y'all didn't want to comment, but y'all spirits got some smudges on them. Oh, you can um, tell because people don't like being happy. I I see these clear oh, yeah. aversions to like peace and happiness and joy that don't involve like suffering or like mm. drugs or like why can't y'all just be happy it ain't in them <laughs> it's just not in them like jeez it's like when you work through your own misery you start to see the misery in other people so much more clearly mm. um and you start to see how like the people that you bonded with through misery and it's just like ooh, <laughs> um we have to reevaluate this uh friendship maybe we can downgrade to associates <laughs> but no um it was a dope episode i really enjoyed it so definitely go back and check that episode out if you didn't hear it um did you rewatch the uh the video i did rewatch the video and how, how were I, your thoughts and feelings the second time around i, I actually liked it less the second time uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, I don't really like it. See, that's the thing. That's the thing about me. Like, if you win me on the initial view, don't let me go back because now I'm overanalyzing it. Where I'm like, eh, see, I can see it. It's, I didn't. I didn't like it. Um, there are some things where I was like, nah, I absolutely understood her point. Um, I don't. I don't like some of the contradictory stuff. I don't like the don't act like a hoe, don't right. baby mamas and shit like that. Like, um, it was a lot of mixing in in that way of like. You talking to people about, you know, uh, understand their value, but then also like putting a lot of value in their title. And those people might not even identify as that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think you have to, I think the thing that I've learned over time too is like, you gotta let people make mistakes. Um, I think a lot of what the oh. speech really was is like, I'm trying to keep y'all from bumping y'all's head. And she did say that. I'm trying to, I've been through it. So y'all don't like, she was doing that. I've been through that. So y'all ain't got to go through that type shit, yeah. which, which is though we need, we need elders like that. Right. But sometimes it's just kind of like, we've all had that friend where we've given advice and they just been like, they listened to us and cried on our shoulder and all that shit and right. left and did it anyway. <laughs> he was like, well, I just, I just told you what was going to happen. Right. Uh, so yeah, for sure. That was, um, that was something that, I thought, but ideally, like I said, overall, the message is good and isn't important. Um, so don't get caught up in the hypocritical stuff from church. I know for people who are like me, who are like, you don't have to use that language, <laughs> but it is, it was the message overall was still good. So, yeah. All right. But not to speak to something you said, I had to learn to let people mess up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was always, I was good for unsolicited advice. And I still am. Ooh. I still catch myself doing it a lot, but I pull back because mm. unless I'm, I realize that unless I'm asked, it falls upon mm. deaf ears. 
And unlike uh-huh. Iyanla, I'm not getting paid to do this. So I'm sure. really wasting my time. Mm. Um, so yeah. And then I thought about how people give me unsolicited advice and how depending on who it is, I'm just like, well, you shut the fuck up. For sure. Because I did not ask you yeah. anything. <laughs> but no, how you been this last week, man? It's been good. Um, we've been getting some work done out here, community meetings and things and such. Um, uh, been going on interviews, so that is good. We want to get more dollars in our pockets. Yes, and- we enjoy those because they keep, you know, roofs overheads and mm-hmm. water running. Warm. Sure. We love good. And hot water running specifically. Yes, we love water. All um, the temperatures. Yes. You know, especially when you get that right mix of hot and that right mix of cold. When it, yeah, when it hits you in the middle of the back and you're just like, ooh, this is, all right. I see what you're doing, uh, man. It'd be so good that you forget you pay the water bill. It's like, God damn it. Okay, so here's a real thing. <laughs> I, wanna, I want y'all to feel me. So... Don't judge me, y'all. Y'all might judge me. But I'm tall. Like, I'm a really tall person. Uh, and I don't have a tub for a really tall person in this current house that I live in. And I really kind of want to start taking more baths. Hey, baths be lit. And I really want to do that. And I feel bad. So I was trying to figure out a way to say like to say I have not taken a bath in a really long time without it sounding like this nigga don't never wash up. Uh, <laughs> so I was trying to. Yeah, I want to get in a bath. I want to get not necessarily. It don't got to be a jacuzzi tub, but I be seeing people still talking about bath bombs and all type of wild shit. I want to do some pampering, but I, it's I don't good know how for I get the skin. Yeah, it is. But I end up using a lot of water because I'll take a bath and it's like a full ass shower after which I feel like it's what you're supposed to do because you're just sitting in the water and then. But then it's like I take a long shower after, mm-hmm. because it's like okay, after a while I'm sitting in this water. Um, I need to wash it all off of me and then wash yeah. my body again. I don't like being dirty. Yeah, no, me neither. I don't and as a like bigger person, dirty. I'm afraid of stinking. <laughs> Bless it. Because, um, yeah. Yeah. But some people just stink. And it, it really, it baffles me. I do my best to be understanding of, of people and their circumstances and not be um, judgmental and things. But I, there are just certain things that, like, why do you stink? Do you not in the smell morning, you? Early. And why do you stink early in the morning? Why do you stink when it's cold outside? I want to understand. And, and if you do smell you, why do you think it's okay to smell this way in front of other people? Now, if it was in your house... You can smell like all the cheese and ass crack you want to. I don't give a fuck. But you out. You at work. You in a closed space with recycled air. Like, why do you smell this way? Why do also, you think it's okay? No, that's I feel and, personally attacked. But why is the person with the, with the funkiest breath the most talkative? I feel like I never can you met not a, smell like, it. Yeah, like, do you not, is your nose, do you have sinuses? What's wrong, sir? Are you all right? Why do you smell, why, do you, did you go in the bathroom, put the toothpaste on the toothbrush and just went, nah, I ain't got time not for Not today, like. <laughs> Fuck it. What'd you just, nah, I'm gonna be late. Um, I brushed my teeth yesterday. You don't have to do it again. Do yeah, you? don't, yeah. Don't treat your mouth the way white people treat their legs. Or their backs. Yeah, just brush, brush your teeth every day. Yeah. Tongue, 
All the day. Twice. Please. I actually have to go to the dentist this week and get like two fillings. Okay. And it's not okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to. I'm not a big fan of the dentist. So I'd never know what to say. I mean, I get in there. I agree. Like, uh, <laughs> I treat the dentist the same way I treat uh, like taxes. I'm like, let's just get this shit over and done with. Listen, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It's in and out. So, um, then I got to get these two fucking crowns removed, and then get. I just need money to pay for all this shit. Anyway, um. Nigga, we made it through shit. Yay. So, love it or leave it alone, right? Okay. I saw this picture on Twitter. Uh-oh. And Does it involve a clown? Nah, it don't involve a clown. Okay. Well, actually, it it, it, it it does involve a... <laughs> a clownish behavior? <laughs> yes, it, 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 okay. it, it was clownish behavior. Um, oh. It was this list, uh, like the top, like uh-huh. I think it was 50 rappers. Here we go. Yeah. And coming in at number three was the one and only Mr. Pump It Up himself. Joseph R. Button. (laughs) Now, I do not consider myself a hip hop fan. Okay. Uh, I enjoy rap. Mm -hmm. Um, I can assess the value and quality of rap. Mm -hmm. It's just not my thing it's now it's some people that i I rock for hard and heavy and then Mm -hmm. but for the most part you know i'm r&b soul type you know i like my my chill shit Mm -hmm. but i know that when asked their top five i don't think anybody in america or in the world would put joe budden anywhere in that top five See, here's the thing. I actually got into this with some other podcasters who said Joe Budden is in their top five. Now, in their personal top five, I don't, I don't dispute that. Everybody's top five is, is their top five. It's yeah. how much you identify with this person. I'm also not here to dispute that Joe Budden cannot rap because I, for as, as I can say, it was a Joe Budden fan. I loved all the mixtapes. He had... I like yeah. to pump it up, and he has some features on Christina Milian songs that I really enjoy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and he wasn't a bad character on Def Jam Vendetta or Fight for New York, whichever one he was on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That, no, yeah, all of that is good. I, th- my issue with the list was where people who were probably greater than him were lower and i could tell like after a while Probably I, I looked at the list he what was happened? number three this is what i'm saying like so you had like andre 3000 biggie wayne um and a bunch of other people lower on the list and i was like is this list and see that's how i know that they trolled like they had to be trolling because i was yeah. like this can't be in order this is just somebody's top 50 and then i looked at the top and they put in parentheses in order and i was like no, no, that's not true. <laughs> y'all, y'all literally, <laughs> y'all literally are just spouting out names and somebody was typing this down. And then somebody just went, uh, just to troll the masses, let's just say in or because I don't even know who originally originated that list. I saw the people from the brew podcast were posting it and that's how it got to my timeline. Then I saw other people just sharing it, like taking the list off of like, you know, like how you save a picture and then posting it and being like, this list yeah. is insane. Um, 
It ain't yeah, make no sense. It was sense super subjective to me. And again, coming from somebody who, you know, I think I would pass rap two o one, maybe even two o two, but after that. You know, I, I can't do rap for mages. But I know that that list was malarkey. And then they did a, a, a R&B singers one. Oh, yeah. That's how I knew they was really trolling. That's and when I, I was think, like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> like Drake was number three. I saw Beyonce was down on the list. Like she was down like number like fourteen or something. And I was like, no, she I'm was out. like number two. Oh, was it? I no, I saw like a different was... list today. I feel like it was, it was Michael like... Jackson, Beyonce, and then Drake. Oh no, yeah. The list I saw was a different list. Uh because Beyonce wasn't even in the top ten. And I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I know y'all are trolling for sure now. They I'm have gone. to be. I just I yeah. didn't understand it. Um so I would like to leave that the, both of those things alone. Actually, just maybe they need to clean their dirty ass spirit. Go clean your own dirty <laughs> spirit, you fake ass list making people. Go go uh, do your code of conduct with your spirits. They need to ground themselves every day with something greater than them. For sure, yeah, get some of them uh, uh, smoky incense. Put it in your house. Get your spirit right. Listen, are you using skull candy headphones? Is that Oh, is that damn. the issue? Damn, Skull Candy. Y'all caught it straight for no reason. <laughs> Are you using them little Sonys from the gas station? Maybe it's the clarity of what you're listening to that's causing these Mm-mm-mm. misperceptions. Um, Y'all listen on Beats by Day Day, not Drake. Listen, is is English your first language? Damn. Oh, mm. Maybe that's maybe a it's a language barrier, you know? Mm. Um, Are you even black? Oh, now there we go. These are the investigative things we need to talk about. Because I would not be surprised if a Caucasian made that list. Yeah, ask them where Babyface falls on their list. Oh, Babyface on an R and B one was like low. Oh nah. On the one I saw, he was after Drake. In- impeccable, impeccable pen. Most of the soundtracks, most of the albums that we all love, Babyface had. <laughs> listen, if it's gonna be on the radio, Babyface touched it. <laughs> so. Listen. You know who I was um thinking about yesterday or day before yesterday? Who is this? And I don't think they get the or have gotten the credit that they deserve. Dallas Austin. Okay, let's talk about it. That was today actually. Um I was watching Monica's interview with the Breakfast Club because it was Monica, not because it was the Breakfast Club. But For no, sure. I feel like Dallas Austin really doesn't get his just due. I, I really don't. Yeah, I feel like I he deserves um, some type of, of Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, he deserves something, some type of recognition from like BET or something. Like, he deserves. Yeah, I think the thing for me is this conversation is the reason why I love the quest love supreme podcast i normally don't plug a lot of bigger podcasts but like if you are into how music gets made or what was the issue for things being made or behind the scenes music stuff mm-hmm. quest love supreme is probably the podcast for, you, for like a lot of y'all there was a two-part there's two two-part um well now i guess there's three three two-part podcasts 
that I like. There's a DJ Jazzy Jeff one. There's two parts where you essentially explain like how him and Will became friends, how they started working, and how all the success came. There's a two part Babyface one where you essentially explain like how 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 influential the Jackson Five was to him, and then when he started writing and how he met Tony Braxton and all this other stuff, um, and how he came up with all like the way they do music. Um, and then there's a two part one for Lenny Kravitz, uh, and Lenny Kravitz explained like all his music and what songs mean and him doing a whole album about Lisa Bonet that she won't, she knew she won't go listen to. And she told him like, Hey, I know this about me, but I'm not about to play that shit. Uh, <laughs> or then him going on, con- going to concert, you know, going on tour with that. And then her showing up with Zoe, uh, and being like, Oh shit. Now I'm really out here crying. Cause I'm, my wife and my baby is, uh, when I was like teenage daughter is like, uh, in the audience and shit like that. So yeah, if y'all love music, rap, all that other stuff, like all genres of music, how stuff get made, um, quest love Supreme is probably for y'all. So I don't recommend too many podcasts for real like that, but it's one of my favorite podcasts, especially about music. Cause I'm, I'm always interested in how things get made. Like I didn't know. Same. Uh, in Earth, Wind, and Fire, they told them to, they needed them to explain what body I means because <laughs> they do that stuff like body Yeah, right. And they was like, well, what does it mean? And they was like, it's just something we say. And they were like, yeah, don't do that. And so they put it in every song on the album. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, don't, when y'all record that, don't do that. Oh, okay. Body <laughs> Yeah, so they did that. And, and that's why I was like, you know, I like this. I like this. <laughs> so. Uh, and this also talks about like how people get jerked around in the music business, man. Like people being like, yo, I didn't get paid. Jeffrey Osborne being in the group with 13 people and being like, yeah, they gave us $3. And so it's crazy. Shout out to Pebbles. <laughs> we love a scammer, but no, um, yeah, Dallas Austin. I, just, I feel like he deserves more. Um, and I think I love about title is that you can, um, like search people and search for their, like, like, by their credits. Ooh, okay. So if you go on title and look up Dallas Austin, it'll show you all the songs that he's written, all the songs he's produced, um, and all that. So if you got title, check it out. That's one of the newer features that I love. Oh, that's dope. I did that for right after something in the water. I just looked up um Pharrell's thing because originally for something in the water, the festival, it was supposed to be three nights of Pharrell and Friends. And I had re- and I had forgotten how many like how much music Pharrell has either made or like done the hook on or put a verse on, mm-hmm. and then it got it kind of got condensed down to maybe like one really long night, and then uh, he you know he would show up sporadically here and there, but yeah I did that and it was a bunch of pre like the Pharrell you know they do the essential playlist like here's all the songs you probably heard on the radio, but then here's all the other stuff like he produced. Uh, stuff he co-wrote and I was like damn it was at least three whole playlists with like 30 some songs on each so and I'm sure that wasn't even like all of it all right so question right yep um and the number of songs is not a factor in this right mm-hmm. Jay-Z over a Pharrell beat or Jay-Z over a Temple and beat Ooh. Or just production in general? Like I'm trying uh, for real. Really? Yeah, 
I think um I think those songs stick more. I mean, it's the same way I feel about Swiss Beats. Um I saw somebody did the one gotta go and it was like Timbaland, Pharrell, Swiss. Oh, and I forgot who oh it was Kanye. I think it was Kanye. Mm. And I was like, I'm like bye Swiss. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because early Swiss was just a whole bunch of keyboards and it was really high pitched and I didn't really care for all of that. It's um, me, bitches. Yeah, it was That uh, song was horrible. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, yeah, that song was silly. But for so for Pharrell, for me, I think those songs stick more to me. Mm. Um so were you thinking of like you thinking of like change clothes, uh encore, uh no, I think the kind of do encore. Uh so you're thinking of change clothes, excuse me, miss, all those other kind of songs. Um those feel fronting still get fronting was on the radio the other day and I was like, What the hell? I still this is a still great song. Um those songs stick more. The Timberland beats, they are very party heavy. Um, but you're not going. You ain't gonna hear too much of those. Yeah, cause how often do you? Are you gonna listen to Hey Poppy? I'm just mm-hmm. saying the way Jay Z just glided over nigga what nigga who. I'm sorry. No, that that, that blesses me. Although he drops like at least one faggot in that song, it blesses me Ooh. dearly. Um, yeah, it is great. because, and I just love Timbaland's production in general. Hmm. Um, it's great. I don't. I I I would take Jay over Timbaland product product that okay. word over yes. Pharrell. I mean, yes, it. Don't get me wrong. I loved what they did for "Is That Your Chick" or oh, "Bitch." Oh, however you uh, listen. Yeah, listen. I love that song. I'm not saying Timbaland is whack. I'm saying for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> I <wanna hear. laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I I I didn't ask like a a shitty one no, or no, no. a bad one. I asked the two greats. No. Yeah, so it's really there's yeah, no right or wrong answer, at least in my book. It is definitely tough for sure. Um, but I think we would take either one over Jay and Swiss Beats. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to All right. man. Shout out to <laughs> <laughs> But no, nah, um, that kind of gives a small glimpse of what we're about to do. Just some fun icebreaker stuff this week. Just a break from the heavy, just some fun chit chat amongst brothers because it don't always gotta be like all deep and shit. That's what my brother Jay told me. Like, calm the fuck down with all that spiritual shit. Like, yeah, we gotta we gotta take a break. It's heavy. So, <laughs> so this thing popped up on my Instagram. This is about a month or two ago, and it was this box of cards called Best Self. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm working on trying to be my best self. What's, what's up with that? And it was like. For people who hate small talk, and I was like, oh, I do a lot of small talk. And I said, there's hate a, small talk. Yeah, and a lot of people hate small talk. And so there's a there's six categories with 150 cards in this box called Best Self. Uh, I think it was like twenty dollars or something. And I was like, cool. I'm I never bought something off of Instagram. Let me risk it, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I want a shower head off of Instagram. Oh wow, dude! How that the turn one out that for you? filters out this? I don't know if it really filters shit out, but oh, I'm gonna believe that it does. Okay. They got the little beads in it, like a, a water filter. So, mm. and the pressure is really good too. So, well, shout out to you. It's poor, so, cheaply made, but it's a nice shower. Mm. So I bought this box of cards, <laughs> and I've been waiting to use it. 
Um, and so the categories are life, random, deep, experiences, if you could, and would you rather. And so I felt like today I'm going to randomly pick a card out of the deck whenever Huey picks a category. And we'll just have some quick discussion over this and then we'll get through it. Uh, I also do have a question that somebody asked me today, what I thought was very interesting. And it gives you an insight, but I want you guys to use this in kind of a conversation um, whenever you get a chance. And that question is, if you could be anything in a kitchen, what would you be? I would be... Um... Hmm. Anything in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I would be one of the fancy stovetops that's kind of like on the island. That's like that mm-hmm. flat top. Um, because okay. we don't got to do all that. Gas. I love a nice, although a gas stove, nothing beats that flame. But <laughs> a nice electric stove with a flat surface is so much easier to clean. It is. I I know. Um, and so much more aesthetically uh, pleasing. Um, I would be an electric oven. Mm, okay. That's dope. Yeah. So, that is flat, the person. A flat stove top. Oh, oh okay. Look Not at you. them little the coals. The, the, flat, <laughs> the flat one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, with some so the stainless steel tea file uh, pots and pans on top. And then all the little cooking utensils hanging above it with a, a nice exhaust fan. Okay. Yep. So the person asked me this earlier, um, and I said the same thing. And I was like, <laughs> I would be a stove. <laughs> I was like, I would be a stove. Um, she was like, well, like... What made you pick a stove? And I said, stoves, stoves are in the top three things that people look at when they walk into your kitchen. Yes. Um, but they're not number one, right? So number one, people look at your countertops. Next thing, people look at your fridge. Then they look at your stove. Uh, and I said, so I'm never in a rush to be first, but I definitely want to be mentioned amongst the top. Uh, and I said, also, uh, I'm not really into deceiving people like microwaves. <laughs> and so... She was like, what do you mean? I was like, a microwave, you'll put something in there for five whole minutes and it'll be, it will be scaldingly cold. <laughs> That's a, and rubbery be, and just it will be disgusting. Piping hot on the top and cold in the middle. And that's what microwaves do. And so sometimes stuff, right? you got to leave a little hole in the middle of the plate, depending on what it is. That too. And I was like, and I don't like being loud and wrong like blenders. So. <laughs> I was going to say a, a mixer like a cake mixer. Mm, but yeah, mixers always they don't get used a lot. They don't. But when they do, they're they're very purposeful. They're useful. Like you bring them out when you need them. Mm-hmm. And they're not just there for show. Um you know, if you call me, make it worth my while, don't just have me out for no reason cuz I'm gonna be mad. But bitch, I'm important, so I'm an electric stove with a flat top because aesthetics. That's fair. And easy to clean because, yeah. And because I'm so damn hot. 
I'm not here to dispute that. But I'll, <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um, Is there some type of uh, psychoanalysis to that question? She so she didn't say. She just said like she's like I. Somebody asked me that. It was one of those things that kind of gets passed along, like in business, right? So she's uh-huh. like, somebody asked me, and I figured I would ask you, and I was like, okay. Um, but I already kind of had it like planned out. You know, I was just like, no, nah, this is it. And that's the thing, like kitchens kitchens make a break home sometimes um and so ideally you you know when you're even if you are refurbishing or not refurbishing if you're redesigning or flipping a house or something getting a kitchen right is very important so um i think she, she was more or less speaking to like they where they work is a high traffic area so do you want to be the first thing people come to? And I was like, no, I really want to be like in the top five things you can come to. Like, hopefully you'll, you'll go see the pretty countertop and then hit the fridge and then forget that you need to use the stove. <laughs> so that'll be, that was my thinking. But yeah, I think people also think where you, like, if you ask somebody that, like, see what they say. Cause I, I assume it'll give you an insight into how they think. Damn. Um, but see, the stove is the main bitch that get treated like the sad bitch, and I don't appreciate that. I absolutely fine with that. <laughs> I'm absolutely fine with that. Like, damn. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with my answer, but only in a house with no microwave. Mm, okay, because those are not healthy. That is fair. All right, radiation. So, what these six categories? Where would you like to start? We have life. Random, deep experiences, if you could, and would you rather? Experiences. All right. Experiences. Uh, what is something you did as a child that your parents still retell the story about? Oh, um. I guess how I was a, a picky eater. I still am kind of, but I was really, really bad as a child and I didn't want things to touch at all. And if it did, I would not eat it for a while. I wanted my spaghetti and my meat sauce to be separate. Mm. Um, Yeah. I was like, if it touched, I would die. And yeah, that gets repeated a fair amount, or at least it has been. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. What about you? Um, how much I was afraid of this toy that I begged for. <laughs> so, uh, begged for this He-Man toy and it was like this giant mechanical spider thing, but the top of it spun around and it made a super loud clicking noises. Uh, and for people that know me, I don't like a lot of noises, like a lot of loud noises, repeated, like re- repetitive noises bother me. <laughs> so, uh, you don't like sirens? Sex. Yeah, I no, I appreciate a, a pillow princess too. Shut up with all that screaming. Uh, oh, so <laughs> no, uh, so, so, I was really, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, so, 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 uh, 
this this spider uh just clicked and clicked and clicked and it, it the thing about it was like my brother and my cousin like used it as like some type of like Pavlovian type thing where it was like if I acted up they would bring it out and turn it on and it would click and of course I was afraid of it so they would like use it against me and uh and it sucked and so every holiday till this day they talk about it um remember you was afraid of that spider and yeah it is that so that is a that is a thing and my mom knew about it and she didn't <laughs> she didn't do anything and she joins in the fun to tell the story I had Barney at a birthday party once. I think it was like my second or third, and I was terrified. Um, the story is all the little kids ran. Mm. Uh, I don't feel like I requested that. I feel like it was just done uh, for the satisfaction of the person throwing the party, not necessarily for my enjoyment, because I only remember because of the fear. And because mm. of pictures. No, it's fair. Outside of those things, I can't tell you shit about that moment. To me, it was money wasted on some random nigga in a Bonnie costume. When you could have just oh. had some ice cream and cake and save that money and put it towards my college fund. Irresponsible black parents at their best. <laughs> That's fair. Very. My children ain't having no birthday parties till they five. Okay. No, that's that's a fair assessment. Because for the fuck what? Uh, they're normally just for other people. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what category would you like next? We have just recently went through experiences. Uh, life. So ne- life. All right. So, for life. Uh, what book have you read recently that you would recommend and why? Jennifer Lewis's book the mother of black mm. hollywood yeah um great book great story very funny especially when she's narrating it um so i'll recommend that one okay um i think for me i've i'm all over the place um i just recently listened to the subtle art of not giving a fuck um and that was okay. It's a lot of that, like, it's these new, like, self-help business mm. book type shit, too. So, it's like, fuck anxiety. I listen to that book. Um, and it just does that shit. But it's that, it's the hipster shit, like, let me tell you why you shouldn't give a shit about anxiety, bro. This is how you're going to overcome. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. That's enough of that. Um, and also, Brittany Hennessy's influencer book. Um, it talks a lot about, like, how to engage with social media how to use it to your advantage um and if you want to become an influencer so those are the the books that um that i've read as of recently they're really short like the audiobook version of uh of whatever oh no 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 no. let me let me tell you the book that really fucked with me uh damn his, his name is dan something but the title of the book is the honest truth about dishonesty that's oh, that sounds interesting that's the that's the book that fucks with me because it explains to you one, how to become a good liar and why people lie. <laughs> um, and in the way, like in order for you to be a quality liar, you have to essentially lie to yourself. That's how that works. Uh, and when you yeah. lie to yourself, like you start with a story, you, you, um, 
you tell yourself it over and over again, and then you believe it. And then you tell it again to somebody else and then they believe it. Um, so in a way, um, so in a way they do it for business. Like they handle a lot of HR stuff. So mm. people would explain like, well, how did the money become missing? It was like, oh, well, I was the last one. So they started firing. Like he tells a story about people, somebody getting fired. And at the end of the night for this particular place, they're supposed to drop money off. And then the money that got dropped off uh, the next day, a receipt gets saying, and it says how much money was dropped off. And every night the the dollar amount would get lower and lower. So the dollar amount that they walked out with and the dollar amount that made it to the bank was a different dollar amount. Mm. So it was first it was designated to one person. That person said they, you know, said they didn't steal it. And then that person got fired. Then they switched it pers- they they switched it up and had other people drop it off. Or no, no, it was another person that was supposed to drop it off. And then they got fired because it's like, well, that got to be the person stealing it. And then really what it was was people overlapping shifts, stealing money. So you're it's everybody's kind of in on it. When you come and find out like the whole staff is dirty. So uh, it talks a lot about like how people get to a place. Um, it talks about conflict resolution and all the other stuff. So the honest truth about dishonesty is probably one of the books that probably made a, a fair, a fair impact on, on me. And I had heard that on uh, NPR's hidden brain. That's two podcast recommendations on our podcast. I'm going to stop doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, also I bought the, um, it's a book called queen B a celebration of the power and creativity of Beyonce no siphon Carter. Um, you miss a book of essays. I read Michael Eric Dyson's essay, which was really good. Um, he was, he talked about Michael Jackson and Beyonce. Um, and then there's also a book called Ain't I Diva, uh, by the good pal, Kevin Allred, again, Mm. Beyonce based, um, Ain't I Diva, Beyonce and the power of pop culture pedagogy. And I have to crack into that one. And also I want to shout out Naked. A book of poems by Tanisha Brianna. Hey, boo. Oh yeah, Shout and that's it. You. Uh, side note: I always at first I was like who, but then I always realized that is a thing that I call everybody by their Twitter names. I don't call them by their real names. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, who? Queen uh, Poison. Yeah. Shout out to you. <laughs> so, um. There's that for sure. Yes, please go get the book. I have it too. Uh, if we're shouting out poetry books, please go get Brother uh, Brother to the Night, Scotland Underwood. That book is also dope. So I a need book, to uh, two two dope books, uh, uh, poetry books. So go do that for yourself. Yes. Uh, all right. Let me see. What would you like to go to next? Random. Random. All right. Random. What's your dream job if money didn't matter? Uh, a producer, uh, film or TV, or? film and television. Okay, I want my own studio, late night talk show. I want my slew of restaurants and lounges. Well, maybe more so lounges and bars. Okay. Uh, yeah, those things. The things that I'm actually pursuing now. I'm at that. Space where I figured out what my dream jobs are, and now I'm pursuing them. And I was actually looking at school again today. 
I was reminded of how much this shit is going to cost me, and I almost had a heart attack. Mm. But since it was a reminder and not my first time coming across the information, it wasn't too bad. But uh, I am stressed, and I'm not even in a master's program yet. But I will get there. Yeah. I want my Emmys. I want my studio. I want my things. Okay. I'm going to just have to you go through a lot them. of shit to get them. But I'm going for it. What about you? <laughs> I think for me, um, I would like to be a creative director at a large media company, hopefully. So ideally, what would happen is pod dealers would get to a sizable thing and somebody would go, we like what you're doing. We want to buy you out <laughs> and then have you run all the podcasts and media stuff over here. And you go, Yes, I shall. Um, and so being in charge of like what people, what graphics people put out, being in charge of um, how the audience receives stuff, how they receive information and doing all the other stuff. I really want to do more things in podcasting, to be honest. I want to do more events. I want to do more specifically for where we live. So this whole DMV area, um, there's, there's a really good chance for all of us to kind of network and do what they do in the Midwest. And I would love to see, um, I would love to see more of that. And so how do I, yeah, how do I get to that place? I want to, um, I would love for it to constantly be making money, all the other stuff, but if we go to like some really big company, rather I'm not, I don't have to say Spotify or anything like that, but just even like if Anchor called and was like, "How do we get this thing? How do we do this? Um, we want you to be in charge of that." Uh, and I, I kind of had a taste of that for a little bit, uh, maybe for like a week, <laughs> and then I was like, "I like this. I want to do this more often." Um, but people just calling me and picking my brain under from big company, so ideally that would be dope. That fucks with it. Um, we gonna be right. rock boys in the building tonight. One day, you just I hope so. Got to keep manifest it. Listen, put it on the vision board. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, all right. So we have deep. If you could, and would you rather left? Let's do. Would you rather if you could, and then deep. Okay. Would you rather? Would you rather live in an apartment in the city or a mansion in the country? I could do either. My only thing with living in an apartment in the city is number one, space. I don't like a small bathroom. Mm. I do not like crowded space in general. And there's a certain amount of noise that I don't like outside of my window. Ah, okay. Yeah. But. Like there are some apartments in DC where it's like, okay, this is nice, especially like the the really um gentrified ones. Yeah. Uh I was like, these are really nice. Expensive as fuck, but very, very nice. And relatively, you know, quiet street. Um a thing about an apartment in the city is that parking may be limited, so mm. sorry, That's can't hold some shit here. Yeah, no, that's fair. 
starved. I'm so sad. Not really. But then when I do want to have guests in company, it's like, uh, all right. So y'all going to park two streets down. It should be some spots. Um, but then like a mansion, you said in the country, right? Yes, sir. I just think about space and I love space. I love open space. Especially if I had the like finances to, to deck it out the way I would want to. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Just everything. My main concern is how far is target. Uh, in town, I guess that depends. Yeah. Is how far is target (laughs) and a quality grocery store? And do I have cell service? And does Xfinity or Verizon Files come out here to hook up my TV and Wi-Fi? Is I don't know who whoever runs Direct TV or Dish. That's who you gonna have a satellite? Yeah, that's what child the ghetto. Yeah, the the country, if you shall. The (laughs) ghetto. (laughs) Also, uh, how close are the racist white people? Because. Yeah. Concern. Got a plan. No, that's fair. That's, Got a plan. That's honestly fair. Um, um, but if I had to pick one, I would say the the mansion in the country. I think I'm with you. I think I agree. Uh, mainly and because when I hadn't thought city. about it before. I know I love the city. I my thing is what size apartment are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, where is it if when you say city like is it like a, an apartment in boston or is it like apartment like are you when people say apartment they normally think of like new york but i'm just like that's yeah, I'm the not first thing that paying, came to mind no i'm not paying two thousand dollars for to live in a, a cubby closet. yeah no not doing it shit <laughs> damn out of the box like no i'm fine yeah no uh can't do it uh, but then also when you said like the really big, like these super gorgeous mansions, it made me think of those old French style mansions that are in like Louisiana. The ones oh, are, like, those really are plantation adjacent. houses too. God damn it. Yeah. Right. But it's also really adjacent to the swamp. And then it's that kind of thing and sp- voodoo spooky stuff. Uh, <laughs> and hey, so, listen, as long yeah. as you are up to date on your spiritual code of conduct. Yeah, for sure. You should be good. Right? <laughs> Not just in yeah. but like your own. <laughs> listen, yeah, yeah. in touch with your ancestors and shit. Like you should be fine. Um, people forget that that's those. actually like a, a legitimate religion. Like that's yeah. It it's not. It's been so demonized to the point where people forget that it's. It's not dark arts. No, 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 no. I was, and I hope it's not misconstrued that I'm saying it in that way. What I'm saying oh, no, is I didn't a think lot of times, were. like, yeah, like th- that whole thing of normally when I see those houses, there is a fair amount of something being put on that house to keep the evil that was previously there away. That's normally what I think of. Um, mm. So I don't think of voodoo as in a way of like, oh, they're the new people who are moving in, uh, you know, they're going to release the nicklets on you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's just that thing, you know. Uh yeah, for sure. Ooh, those shit still creep me the fuck Spoo- out. Spooky. Uh Tell no, but I think about hood. those those big country houses like in Savannah and all that other stuff. So mm. um yeah, no, I want to do that. And then also I think 
I'm a person that also does like to entertain. Like I like staying in the house, but I also like having people over. So a big country house where people can kind of be on hammocks, people can kind of come over. I love to cook and entertain in that way. So cooking out in those mm. big country towns is really dope. I'm with you. It does. Hopefully, it doesn't take forever to get to a, a Walmart of some or Walmart. Some food. Hey, that's that's you know. I was gonna say Piggly Wiggly, but then people in the South might be upset. Uh, <laughs> hey, so, look, where the Krog is at? Where the Publix? Yeah, please give me something. Do you guys have? Do you guys do Instacart here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, do they? How's, how's your Amazon uh, Prime groceries work? <laughs> so, yeah, stuff like that. But yes, the house in the country is where it's at for me. All Good right, time. and then you said, "Let's do if you could." If you could is up next. If you can only have five apps on your phone, what would they be? Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, Twitter. God fucking damn it. Well, I can always do my banking. I can go on the mobile and the mobile web. Actually, I'll take that back. It will be Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music. Mobile web. Wait, does this count the things that like naturally come on the phone, like phone and messages and shit? Uh, yeah, you know, for the for the sake of the argument, the stuff that naturally comes on the phone will already be there. So I think Apple Music is already going to be up there. So yeah, so it would count, like you said, like if it's title, your bank app, Twitter, or whatever, or Facebook or whatever. So Apple Music is going to be one that's assumed that's yeah that is going to be there regardless. Okay, so then it'll be title, Spotify. Mm. Okay. Um, let me see what I have. Title, Spotify. Uh, I can get on Twitter through the mobile web, so I don't need that. Mm. Uh, those will already be on here. Uh. Twitter, because Twitter... Actually, yeah, Twitter on mobile web sucks. So much more convenient than the app. Um, I can check all my banking stuff on the mobile web. Mm. Hulu and Netflix? Ooh. I have them on my phone, but I never use them. But that's... No, that's, that's fair. Shit, but I need Cash App too. Fuck. Yeah. All right. You want to do a, an honorable mention? <laughs> Let's do an honorable. <laughs> men- we'll do an honorable mention for Cash App. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that though, that's what I would have on my phone. Okay. Because I um, need all my streaming platforms because they each provide me with something different. That's fair. No, that's fair. And, yeah. At first, I was like, why do you have so many? Own. Well. Oh, okay. Got you. I have a thing through Spotify. So Spotify pays for my Hulu because they had like a good promo going. I was like, ooh, okay, fine. I'll do that. But I had Spotify for their playlists because at one point, well, even still, I feel like Spotify does the best um, like radio playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple Music tends to get repetitive and I don't like whatever algorithm title uses. Um, so Spotify is good for that. Title number one quality, especially on good headphones. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I like the credits feature. Um, at one point, that was the main hub for all of Jay Z's things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I just like the the um the concept of title and the fact that it's like you know partially artist on things like that. This, yeah, and then Apple Music because. I can sync that to my iTunes library in the iCloud and have access to all of my Target and Best Buy and, and Circuit City bonus tracks and mixtapes and things that aren't on streaming platforms. Oh, okay. And some of those, like my workout playlist consists of a lot of songs that are not on streaming platforms because they might have been bonus tracks or, like I said, mixtapes um, and other selected playlists. Mm. That needs certain okay. songs that cannot be found on streaming sites. So that's why I have all of them. Um, that's my main treat to myself. So yeah. Okay. That's dope. Uh I think for me, I think it would be SoundCloud. Um SoundCloud has a bit of nostalgia up there for me. Um definitely. There's podcast. Oh yeah. Well, no. I have I've created playlists up there. So uh, uh I have uh created playlists. One, there <laughs> there's a playlist called Featuring Me, which is when I did guest spots on all these other people's podcasts that <laughs> are no longer around. Uh, <laughs> so uh so there's a little bit of narcissist in that way. Um and there are songs that, like you said, they're not on streaming platforms that are just specifically on SoundCloud that I have. Yeah. Um, so I would keep that Spotify. Like you said, those playlists are a one. I do not pay for sound or do not pay for Spotify, but the playlists are super dope. Um, I do listen to a fair amount of my podcast through Spotify, mainly because it doesn't do that auto thing that the podcast app does, where it's just like, we're just going to play the next episode from these people. And I'm like, I, I just wanted to hear the new one. I'm out. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I heard the one from last week. Stop. I don't want to hear it now. Um, let me see. Uh, Twitter. Cause it's Twitter. Uh, Instagram. Cause I appreciate it. And I follow so many people that are constantly making things that like, I kind of need to pay attention and also show like, I think Instagram is where I show the most support for people. Um, I don't get a chance to really do it probably like I should for Twitter. Cause it's just kind of like, uh, everything can be misconstrued as you dick riding. And I don't want to do that. So <laughs> just let me leave you a heart and a fire emoji and I'll be out. Um, My selfies actually do better on Instagram than they do on Twitter. Well, for sure. That's what they're, yeah, you're putting them, putting, you put things where they belong. <laughs> so, uh, and to be honest, yeah, like, like you said, the way the algorithm set up, um, there's some stuff like there are people that I randomly won't see their thing. It'll be two days later. Then I'll see their tweet and I'm like, Oh damn, when did you, when did you say this? Or that kind of thing. So the algorithm for Twitter yeah. is all kind of all over the place. Um, let me see where I'm at for, uh, I would say Hootsuite, uh, Hootsuite has Business been, appreciate yeah. It is so, it is so dope. Um, I would say Hootsuite or Buffer, but it's, it, it doesn't really matter to me. Either one, uh, planning out content and planning out how to do promos and stuff like that has also saved me a whole bunch of time. So I don't have to necessarily be in the app to make sure things drop. Um, mm. But it also eats up at least an hour or two each night because I'm planning out two days at a time. 
So when gotcha. links and stuff need to go out, um, I find out what the busy times are when people will see the things that we're promoting, like the link for this podcast when it comes out and all the other stuff. So uh, I'm constantly being like, okay, I don't have to be on Twitter as much as I was. It also helps like with self-care. I don't have to be on the app to constantly be up there and take in information that necessarily I don't want to take in. I'd rather be doing something else. Um, and so Hootsuite is super important. Um, honorable mention, I would say title. Yeah, they're, they're mixes. They're those, however they pick them based off the things that you listen to aren't the best. They'll, they'll probably never be Spotify, but um, a lot of the music that they hold is different than what Apple Music holds. And so yeah. title is, is dope. And um, it's very important. And I like supporting black businesses. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last one. Deep. Ooh, 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 spicy. Okay. Oh, what was the hardest decision you've ever had to make? In regards to what? It just says, what's the hardest decision you've ever had to make? <laughs> uh, bottoming. Oh, no, but for real. Um, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> um, no, the hard decision I had to make was to, uh, kind of break off from my mom. I talked about it before, kind of a step back from, from the impulse, not impulsive behavior, but from the, the behavior pattern of, you know, always trying to save my mom and, and taking on her things as my own and kind of letting her deal with her problems and only helping how and if I can. Um, So, yeah, it was that. I would say that. At least the most recent one. Okay. Yeah, mine's yeah. kind of the same. Um... The hardest decision I think I've had to make was uh, after I had a therapy session, he was like, the quickest way for you to kind of heal through some of your childhood trauma is to kind of confront your mom. Um, My mom is not a person who is uh, open to one, her children Mm. opposing the way she did things. Um, Mm. And it was during like a holiday weekend. I remember this this thing like me telling her like while I appreciate everything you've done for me I don't want to take any of that for granted there are so many things that happened in my childhood that have now affected me as an adult um I came from two parents who monogamy was optional um um verbally and emotionally abusive um but swore up and down they loved each other which till even to my father's dying day still told me that he loved my mom um while being and living with somebody else but whatever anyway (laughs) so so, um me telling her like a lot of what I do and the way I think and the way I act towards women I learned from her she also did a lot of that like respectability stuff women supposed to act this way just that and the third Mm. and so um, having that conversation was really hard because it was like she took it as me saying that she wasn't a good parent and that's not what I'm saying at all I understand right. she had to do what she had to do um, to be my mom I also knew that I didn't come first as a child I know I didn't like I wasn't prioritized mm. um, 
she was a person who was building. She owned three salons. She owned three salons and worked at the post office and was trying to raise some boys. We didn't come first. We was old enough to kind of watch ourselves and I'll deal with you when the money's made. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always grown up to be a very simple person. Um, I never ask people for much. So that when people don't kind of essentially give me, not that I need attention, but like time, I don't feel like I ever ask people for their time. Um, mm-hmm. And so sometimes when I don't get it, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I don't have to really worry about this. Like, I know how to entertain myself or I'll just go be with people who want to be with me. Um, which is a lot of the times why a lot of my past relationships have always kind of like dwindled without me openly saying like, Hey, this isn't working out for me and I don't want to do that anymore. I'll just go do something else. Um, but I'll come back. And that's always the the way that it's worked. Um, so having that conversation with her, wasn't the best and it took longer than I feel like it should have. Cause I feel like I had the points kind of laid out in my head like, right. to say these things. And there were so many tears shed and like of me trying to like drill down on like clarifying my words. Like I'm not saying you're a bad mother. I'm telling you the things that I went through could have been different. And that's not your fault. You were doing the best with what you had available. And it was like right. a lot of like re in like reinforcing like, mm-hmm. okay. So then it, it like, I remember at one point in the conversation, like I felt like I was like, maybe I'm tripping. Um, and so that wasn't the case, but I remember that conversation. It was really hard. And our, and our relationship now is better than ever. Like y'all see me posting my mom all the time. She's up here. She's super supportive of the podcast and all the stuff that we do. Um, <laughs> she makes comments. Now I swear she thinks she's famous now. Uh, so she's <laughs> been on multiple podcasts. She recently called me. She wants to be on the walking dead because they're going to be shooting in Northern Virginia. Uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, our relationship is, is better for that conversation. So I really appreciate that, but it was a super hard conversation to have. Yeah. I definitely need to have one with my mom. Um, because I mean, when we did talk, it was, kind of just a one-time thing but i feel like it does require more conversation Mm -hmm. um i don't think the time is right to have that conversation because my mom is um going through some things the things that i wanted to yeah she's going so um once things start to settle down some i definitely do want to sit down and have a, a deeper conversation with her about everything i don't think that i need to really discuss how certain things impacted me. Mm. But I think it is important for her to understand certain things, mm. but it'll definitely be hard to, to talk about certain things because my mom is the type to get very emotional and very sensitive and feel like she's being attacked. And it's like, that's not the case. It's mm. you did the best is what you had. You know what I mean? And I was told both my yeah. parents that I appreciate you both for doing the best with what you had um because y'all was 20 when y'all had me like y'all ain't yeah. no shit no for sure and my dad Man. claims that it was easy but it's like sir if it was so easy we would probably have a better relationship clearly it wasn't mm-hmm. that easy um i don't see myself ever talking to my dad about that those things mainly mm-hmm. because most of my parenting was from my mom yeah and my dad was around but he wasn't there there so 
It's just mm-hmm. like you wasn't here, and that's all I have to say to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, like I said, he did the best that he could with what he had, and I appreciate that. But I do not. It's not fair, but I do um have some anxiety about talking to my mom about certain things. For sure. Uh, certain habits that I picked up from her. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and how, like my desire to to save people and save her kind of just it ended up being um generalized to everybody and relationships mm. um so just working through that you know i keep calling it a savior complex and not trying to i feel like for a while i attracted people who i felt like i could save in some sense or once people would say something, it's like, oh, I can help them with this, or I can, I can be the one that changes their mind on this and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So it's weird dating now and not doing that mm-hmm. because it makes me feel like, well, damn, what's my role? What am I supposed to do? in a relationship if I'm not saving them. Okay. And for a minute, yeah. it, was, it was it was confusing, but I calmed my ass down. And then, like the kids say, I just let things flow, you know? Mm. And that is, a, and that is anti. It's <laughs> counterintuitive to the person that you are. It is. Um, but I know what's flowing. I know where it's flowing to. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I've, I'm happy. I've really been enjoying myself. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. So. Okay. Work is getting done, you know? For sure. Um, I feel the same way. Uh, I had a conversation with my dad. Uh, I guess that last time I saw him. So, mm-hmm. uh, we, you know, I didn't really pressed too hard but he gave me the like hey man i'm sorry i wasn't the best daddy um and i i, I mean that's all i i, I had to accept it i kind of came to peace with like the way our relationship was um i know how addiction works i absolutely understand uh i understand feeling a ton of pressure because you feel like you have to provide for two boys um <laughs> when you're uh, partners are completely different. Uh, those things tend to be different. Um, and my dad is not the arguing type. He's going to say his point and then you going to take it or you going to leave it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's essentially how it is. Um, not really a jealous man. Cause it's kind of like, he knows how he get, he knew how he could get to you, um, and not and when I say not get to you, like get to you in a way like you could have a conversation with him, not like, right. um, I can get you back or I'll ruin your relationship or anything like that. Like I know how I can get you to have a conversation with me, mm. um, kind of the same way. My mom is really cool, super charming, um, really hilarious. So I, uh, that's the thing that I got from my parents, like learning how to be like a charmer, be very witty, be, um, 
be really funny. Can you can't teach comedic timing? So that is a thing. Um but also, yeah, like keeping lots of love interests around, um, making everybody feel like they're special, <laughs> but also <laughs> letting everybody know that they are replaceable. Um, and I learned that from both parents. Um, and my mom was really more vocal in that way. Like, you ain't got to be here. <laughs> like, it's all the niggas waiting their turn. Uh, so, same thing. My dad was in the streets in multiple ways. Whatever comes with the drug dealer lifestyle, that's how that works. Um, but like I said, having that conversation with my dad, him essentially, you know, me not knowing that's his deathbed, but like, you know, him telling me like, you know, uh, I raised y'all the best I could or, uh, you know, these conversations is just that and the third. And it was cool. Um, cause there was some bit of closure there of being like, well, at least he never forgot about me or, or that thing. But yeah, I would have traded anything for a time with my dad, like, but Mm. I never got it. And so. Uh, this this is <laughs> the the finished product, or at least what we got now. So, so for sure, I thought that was, was really, um, I think it was really important. Damn, that question was a lot deeper than I thought. <laughs> yeah, <it was. laughs> shit, my fault. Fuck, fuck that box. <laughs> like, so. Hey, never mind. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't do it. <laughs> I think they're starting to like us. Don't do it. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's dope. So, from these icebreaker questions, things that you will seed and weed. Um, did they warrant any seeding and weeding? Uh, uh, we will weed out small talk. Don't <laughs> ask some really good questions. Seed yes. more better, seed better conversations. And, and, and high quality kitchen. Oh, yeah. Appliances. Yeah, think about your kitchens. Yes. Uh, yeah. If you listen to this episode, please tell us what item in the kitchen you would be and why. Please, yes, I want to hear why. from you. Well, my spatula niggas. Hey. Oh, those are probably drug dealers. That means they're just flipping things. You're drug Where dealers. Where my toast is at? Where my toast is? Where my cabinets? Where my pantries? <laughs> Where my pantry niggas at? <laughs> <laughs> What fancy niggas that those people are are psychopaths. They're just holding things in. That, those are <laughs> those are the cabinets. The pantry niggas. That's the spice of life, though. Them them the lively ones. They get the party going. Unless they in a white people household. I was going to talk about something, but then it would involve me disclosing where I work, and I refuse to do that. But mm. it was a good thing. It was a great thing, actually. Did um, you have sex at work? Ew, no. Okay, I thought you were about to say, say yeah, sex at work or something. I'm like, no, it was something that I'll talk. We'll talk about it off off mic. I was oh mic. shit. No, it's nothing bad. It's nothing bad at okay. all. It was all right, just well, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> it's right. not bad. It's definitely not bad. Well, close this motherfucker out there for people start asking us what what happened at work. <laughs> I work at the post office. No. <laughs> Seasons change, bad things rearrange, but if it ain't growing, it's dead. We out. Peace.